The Apostle Paul tells us, be steadfast. What's the next word? All right, we're going to have to get you all awake here. Be steadfast, unmovable. Somebody say unshakable. I'm just thinking, maybe I'm thinking out loud. Could it be that why so many people are always worried, always upset, always offended, always struggling in their faith, could it be it's because they have shallow roots? Instead of embracing Paul's advice to be unmovable, opposite. Every little thing moves them. Come on, you know anybody like that? All God's children? Know anybody like that? They're moved by the traffic jam out on I-90. I don't know about you, but I don't like traffic jams. Mm-mm. But, and, and they're moved by even unfavorable weather. They're moved by the grouchy boss. They're moved by what somebody said. And, and they're tossed to and fro because they have nothing but surface roots. You know what I call them? Tumbleweed Christians. Hello. Now, here in northern Ohio, we don't see many tumbleweeds, but out west, tumbleweeds are a thing. And when you look at a tumbleweed, if you'll look scientifically, do you know a tumbleweed only puts down one root? And that one root is very shallow. That explains why tumbleweeds are easily uprooted when a simple wind blows, right? Soon the tumbleweed is just blowing wherever the wind pushes it without any sense of direction or purpose or stability. But listen, church, when your roots run deep, regardless of which way the wind blows, you know God is in control. Oh, you're going to help me for a few minutes. When your roots run deep, you know that when life turns upside down, that God still has you in the palm of His hand. Hmm? When your roots run deep, you know that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Huh? When your roots run deep, you know He's equipped you, He's empowered you, and He will anoint you. Huh? When your roots run deep, you're not moved by everything on the surface. Huh? So go ahead, get stuck in traffic, because you know that God is directing your steps. Go ahead, let somebody say something offensive to you. You'll let it roll off because you know God is your vindicator. Hello. When your roots run deep, Broadway, you don't get depressed because you didn't get that promotion you had hoped for in the workplace because you know God must have something better in store for you. When your roots run deep and you make a mistake, you don't give up on the future because you know God's mercy is bigger than your mistake. 
Oh, somebody ought to say, I'm thankful for that. When your roots run deep, you're not moved by what doesn't go your way because you have a tap root that becomes your anchor, and it's called the peace of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to feel like preaching in just a moment because the winds can blow, the rains can come, but you know when it's all said and done, you're still going to be standing. Praise God. And when it's all said and done, you're still going to be praising God. When it's all said and done, you're still going to be worshiping with Brother Cruz when he leads the worship service. When it's all said and done, you're still going to be smiling. Praise God. Paul tells us, be steadfast, unmovable. How many know that's a choice we have to make? Hello? Hello? I'm not going to be moved by this circumstance. I refuse to let what they're saying about me steal my joy because I have a destiny to fulfill. I'm not going to live worried about my finances. I'm going to do my part, yes, but I'm going to trust God to do what I cannot do. I'm not going to base my value on how this or that person treats me because in Christ I know who I am. Somebody say I'm a masterpiece. Huh? I've been fearfully and wonderfully made, and my self-worth doesn't come from people. Listen, I'm talking about having some deep roots that'll make your life unshakable. Yeah. Now, if you just have surface roots, then you need a good life insurance policy. Because life is going to chew you up and spit you out. I've seen them. If you have surface roots, your joy and your peace will depend on your circumstances and how people treat you and if things go your way. That is called surface living. Hello. That means shallow root. But God calls us to a deeper life in Christ, and He's calling us be steadfast and unmovable. That means we need to send our roots down a little deeper. All right, I'm going to give you three quick observations. Hopefully it's quick. Three observations about roots. Number one, ready? All right, two of you is ready. Three of you. Four of you. All right, if we get five, I'll be ready to go. (laughs) Number one, all right, let's think this thing through. Roots provide a solid anchor. That's the first major function of a root system. It's to keep the tree upright and stable in the vertical position, right? The root system anchors the tree and the soil, provides a a real physical kind of support. Uh, Anybody ever been to the redwoods? Redwoods. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know some of them grow to be 320 feet tall? 320 feet tall? Some of those trees, they said they have stood for a thousand years. And you know why? It's because when they look at the root system, 
those redwood trees have millions, absolute millions of individual fibrous roots that are digging in the ground, providing an anchor. Huh? One investigation, and it's not about redwood, but this is about a, a rye plant. Rye, R-Y-E. Rye plants are known for their lengthy roots. Check this out. They found a four-month-old rye plant. It had 387 miles of roots. Hmm? That meant its average root growth, it grew three miles of roots per day. That's a pretty good foundation. Huh? How many's ever noticed a big oak tree? Brother Brewer, what kind of tree was that that fell on your camper? Was it oak? Oh, had to be some strong wind. Usually oak trees are pretty, pretty stable, aren't they? Yeah. See, when an acorn, do you say acorn or acorn? Yeah, that's why I say acorn. When an acorn is planted, buried by a squirrel who forgets where he buried it, after the winter has ended, that acorn begins a growth cycle. The first part of that growth cycle is to send out a root called the taproot. And the taproot is the most important root in any root system. This root for the oak grows vertically, essentially straight down into the soil. This root is searching. You know what it's searching for? Moisture. And when that root finds that source of moisture, it will then begin to send out horizontal roots for additional moisture and minerals. It also then, after it's sent the root down, it sends a sprout up. Huh? This time, this one comes toward the sun. And then a mature oak tree's root system spreads, they said, some can spread over miles in length, which make it one of the strongest trees on earth. But I looked at the oak, and then I looked at the bamboo plant. Bamboo, although it is really not technically, I don't think it's considered a tree, but it has a very unique growth process. Anyone who's ever attended professional growth training classes uh, has heard the bamboo story. That's why it's called the bamboo story, because the story goes like this. When you plant bamboo in the ground, the first year you water and you fertilize it, but no growth is visible. How many know that could get a little discouraging? Hmm? The second year you water and fertilize it, but still you see no growth. The third year, the exact same thing. The fourth year, just keep watching, but all you can do is water and fertilize it. Finally, on the... How many years? Fifth year, a shoot appears. But it doesn't just appear. It grows three feet a day. 
until it reaches as high as 130 feet straight up. So what's happened here? Did it lay dormant for those four years and then suddenly by some sort of miracle just shoot up on the fifth year? No. The first four years when we see nothing, there was a lot of growth taking place, but it was all underground. Hello? Why did it spend four years with nothing but root growth? Imagine a plant growing 130 feet tall, three feet per day, reaching a diameter, they say, of six to eight inches. How large must that root system be to support not only the rapid growth, but the weight of the stalk when it's that tall? Listen, the roots are substantial for that to work. And if the roots were not developed first, the stock would simply fall over in no time. Spiritually, church, this analogy reflects our lives as believers because how many know there's many proverbial storms that are raging in our culture right now? The worsening of immorality and the perversion and the civil conflicts and the social disturbances and the crimes of every kind. It's a reality that only is going to intensify, church, as we continue in the last days. And if we are deeply rooted, we will be able to withstand the rage of what swirls around us. But if we lack the healthy, deep spiritual roots, we we will not stand a chance of survival. But listen, friends, however, if your roots run deep, you don't have to panic regardless of who is the president. Regardless of who's in Congress. Listen, friends, my roots are not anchored to the White House. Hello. In fact, my roots don't run anywhere near Washington, D.C. My roots run through Jesus Christ, and He keeps me steady regardless of who's in the office at the moment. Oh, you ain't helping me preach. Uh, listen, to me, this is what being rooted in Christ is all about. Okay, that's point number one. Number two, roots do not only provide a strong anchor. Number two, roots provide moisture and nourishment. Now this is the second major root, or uh, purpose of a root. Now, how many know there's many types of roots? I mentioned tap root, there's a heart root, there's a flat root, there's a shallow root. Now, the tree can do without some of its branches, though the loss of branches may injure the tree, but it cannot live at all without its roots. Huh? Because the roots are essential. You take away those, and that tree's going to wither. It's going to die. One study put it this way, and I quote, The roots are the beginning of the vascular system, pipeline that moves water and minerals from the soil up the leaves and to the fruit of a tree. Trees make every effort to send down roots as far as possible, out as far as possible to get water, to get minerals that they need daily. And Paul, when he says, you got to get rooted in Christ, you know he's encouraging us to do the same thing. Hmm? you got to search for the living water that's described as the Holy Spirit over in John chapter 7, verse 38, because it's the Holy Spirit that's going to nourish your life. Huh? 
We are to seek the eternal, the life-giving nutrients uh, that God has provided in His Word. Was it John chapter 6, I believe 63. uh, Verse 63, Christ says, The words that I have spoken unto you, they are spirit uh, and they are life. Uh, So listen, they are water. They are nourishment. uh, And listen, friends, uh, roots provide moisture and nourishment. Honey, I didn't ask you about this. Can I tell the strawberry story? Oh, she rolls her eyes. Anybody ever ordered plants online? You ever? She ordered some strawberry plants. She's like, I'm going to plant some strawberries. And, and, uh, and so I like strawberries, so I supported that. And, uh, but these strawberry plants, boy, they were, uh, they were not green at all. They just looked dead. And so it was hard to tell which was roots and which was leaves, dead leaves. They all looked the same. So she planted them, and man, those things didn't do a thing. Water them, wouldn't turn green. So finally, after I don't know how long it had been, I, I walked by them. And, and here comes a, 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 a sprout, and it grew down like this and then back up. And I said, looky here. Those things have all been planted upside down. <laughs> they didn't do much. Huh? You know what the problem was? It's in the, in the roots. They weren't in the ground. Huh? They couldn't get nourishment. They couldn't get... Huh? We, we had moisture, but it was on the wrong side of the plant. Hello? Listen, friends. Roots provide moisture and nourishment. Number three, roots provide strong immunity. One final feature here of the root is that they, they fend off disease and virus, but, and, and they do so by producing, I begin to look, they produce antibiotic microorganisms to help fight off harmful pathogens that are found in soil and even in the air. And as roots develop, they, they begin to secrete a high enzyme concentrate combined, they say, with various organic acid. And you know what that becomes? Quote, they call it the warriors against disease. Now, spiritually, our world, oh, church, it's filled with all kinds of toxic belief systems generated by false religious systems, uh, which could be characterized as so many different kinds of religious diseases. Uh, Listen, even some of God's people in these last days have been infected with doctrinal sickness. Those who have not cultivated a a deep and strong root system have been unable to ward off uh, the deadly spiritual viruses, uh, and some have already succumbed to them and have died spiritually speaking. uh, And due to this, we see the absolute importance uh, of remaining deeply rooted and grounded and nourished and healthy because if you can recall the parable of the sower, Christ focused on the root system in one of his examples in its interpretation because in that parable, the plants, remember the sower sowed the seed and and the plants began to sprout, uh, but without 
deep roots uh, this one category of plants could not take the heat of the sun and in a matter of moments Christ said they had withered away but when a tree or an individual is properly and deeply rooted a beautiful picture emerges uh, that the psalmist opens the book of Psalms with in Psalm 1 3 and this he says he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season notice this his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper how many know that sounds like a good plan to me Huh? Some people wonder why they can't ever seem to spiritually prosper. It's often because they have shallow roots. Uh, listen, they need to get a little deeper. Huh? Anybody been to a lake recently? Anybody been to the lake? All right. If not, imagine you're there right now. All right. We're going to take a field trip. Now, imagine the water is calm and steel like glass. Now, imagine you take a rock and you throw it as far as you can trying to reach the center of the lake. It will send, when it hits, what happens? It sends ripples that looks like you created a pretty big disturbance. How many got that picture in your mind? Raise your hand. Okay, a few of you still asleep. All right, But the truth is, how many know it will send ripples that looks like a big disturbance? But do you know the truth is, a foot down, the water isn't even moving. Huh? It's still, it's calm, and it's peaceful. As just before you tossed the stone in, there wasn't one single fish in that water saying, I'm worried. Did you see that ripple? There wasn't one turtle saying, call 911. Something's wrong. No, nothing on the surface affects the water down deep. Uh, newsflash, one way you can tell how deep your roots are, church, uh, is by what it takes to upset you. What it takes to dramatize you. Hello. Oh, I'm going to preach whether you help me or not. If the pebbles that get thrown in your lake of life are causing you to lose your joy and be frustrated, you need to go down a little bit deeper. Huh? Well, pastor, somebody's talked about me at work and, and it's uh, trying to make me look bad in front of the boss and I'm just irritated. Listen, that's a pebble. I said, that's a pebble. The reason it's bothering you is you're just on the surface. Well, so-and-so didn't shake my hand in church last Sunday. It's grated on my nerves all week. Another pebble. Hello. When you have deep roots, uh, you're going to be grateful you're alive. When you have deep roots, uh, you're going to be grateful you got a job. When you have deep roots, you're going to be grateful that you're happy uh, and healthy. Uh, you're not focused on what's wrong because you're too busy thanking God for what's right. Hello, uh, well, I didn't get that promotion, or the medical report wasn't good, or a friend betrayed me. That's why I'm so depressed. Uh, listen, I'm not trying to make light uh, of those things, but in the big picture, how many know those are pebbles? 
Huh? When you know God has beauty for ashes, when you know that in life He's going to right all the wrongs, listen, then even the surface may be disrupted and disturbed, but down deep where you can choose to live, you'll find a peace that surpasses all understanding. You'll be at rest and you'll know that this too is going to pass. Paul tells us, let your roots grow deep in Christ. If you put roots in people, they're going to let you down. How many has ever experienced that? If you put your roots in your job or your career or your bank account, how many know, unfortunately, those things are going to fail? But when you let the roots grow deep in Christ and you say, God, I know you are my provider. You're my healer. And I recognize you're the source of everything good. Then when difficulties come and you have an unexpected challenge, you won't have a nervous breakdown and live the rest of your life in self-pity mode. Listen, you'll be strong. You'll be immovable. Why? Because your roots are deeply anchored in Jesus Christ. Somebody say, I'm going deeper. Praise God. This is what the little lady did. If you want to turn there, it's 2 Kings chapter 4. Some workers brought her young boy in from the field. He had a terrible headache, and now he's passed out. They place him in his mother's arms, and she soon realizes her son is not breathing, and he had died. Listen, church, that's not a pebble. That's a boulder. Huh? Everything on the surface was disturbed and disrupted. It looked like it was all out of control. But this little lady in the text, she evidently had some deep roots. She knew that her unexpected challenge wasn't a surprise to God at all. She didn't fall apart. She didn't get bitter and leave church. She got on a horse and she headed out to see a friend who was the prophet Elisha. And when he saw her coming in a hurry from a distance. Uh, he sends one of his servants. Uh, he says, go see her and ask her if something's wrong. So they go to catch up with her and they stopped her and said, ma'am, Elisha's concerned. Is everything okay? She says, yeah, all is well. And she kept on riding. He catches back up with her and asks her the same thing. Are you sure everything's okay? She said again, all is well. Listen, how could she make Make that statement when she was in the middle of a crisis. It's because she wasn't living on the surface. She went by what she knew, and she knew her God was still on the throne. Listen, she knew he could make a way, even though she didn't see a way. Elisha ended up coming to her house, praying for her son, raising him back to life again, like this lady. Sometimes it's not a pebble that gets thrown into your life. It's a boulder. Listen, we all are going to face unexpected challenges. We're all going to face things that we did not see coming. Whether it's a loss of life of a loved one or a layoff or a sickness, it's easy to get overwhelmed and go around in self-pity wondering why it happened. But listen, if you'll go down a little deeper and not complain about how bad life is instead like this lady. Go ahead and have a good report. 
See, all is well. God is still on the throne. And this too is going to pass. And he's going to work it all out for his good and glory. Somebody ought to raise your hands and praise him. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got to quit, don't I? All right, I'm going to try. If you have deep roots, somebody ought to be rejoicing right now. Because some of you have come through some storms that should have took you down. Some of you should be horizontal. But guess what? You're still vertical. Why? Because you had a root system. Oh, I think of Sister Drew. We love Sister Drew, don't we? I'm not going to ask her how old she is. But she's well experienced in life. We're going to leave it right there. Huh? You don't reach the birthday that she celebrated a while back without having storms. Huh? You don't get there without having been through some stuff. But Sister Drew is here today because she has a root system. Huh? That was probably started all the way down in Arkansas. Huh? Before she ever come to Ohio, her family from Arkansas, a family of ministers and believers. Oh, hallelujah. Huh? And they surrounded her. Maybe when she was just young, they surrounded her with the Bible and the Word of God and positive influences and the power of the Holy Ghost and camp meetings and youth camp. And Hello. Is this all right? Am I preaching okay? I'm going to try to hurry. Listen, friends, you don't get to where she's at uh, with the experience she's got in life uh, and can say, God has been with me all through these years. You don't get there without a root system. Hello. I have a feeling the enemy has miscalculated Sister Drew. Huh? The enemy thought for sure, maybe for some of you, that whatever has come your way, you would be uprooted. Huh? But oh, I like it because the devil huh, miscalculated. Huh? He underestimated you. Why? Because all he could see was what was on the outside. What he didn't see was what was beneath the surface. He didn't realize you had some deep roots that made you immovable. Yes, he changed your circumstances, but you weren't rooted in your circumstances. You were rooted in Jesus Christ. And he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm feeling a little better. Some of you are still sleeping. But listen, some people let their problem become their identity. Oh, did you hear me right there? I said some people let their problem become their identity. Identity. They become known as the crisis. Huh? They speak like, yeah, I'm the man that went through the divorce. Yeah, I'm the lady that's got cancer. Or yeah, I'm the young person that XYZ happened to. Huh? That's okay. It may have happened to you. But it's not who you are. Oh, come on, Broadway. Huh? 
I said, that's okay. It may have happened to you, but that is not who you are. So don't you let a temporary event become a permanent label. Oh, let me say that one more time. Don't you let a temporary event become a permanent label. In the scripture, the disciple Thomas doubted that Christ rose from the dead. Eight days later, Christ appears to him and he changes his mind. Remember that? Thomas's doubting was a very sh- for a very short period of time, a little over a week. But he became known and labeled as... Doubting Thomas. Hello. Sometimes people will try to label you. And if you don't have deep roots, uh, you can become what has happened to you. Hello. Instead of becoming what God has called you to become. The Apostle Paul, think with me now. He faced various unfair situations. Uh, He was falsely accused. He was beaten with rods. Uh, He was lied upon, put in prison, shipwrecked. Uh, He spent a day and night uh, upon the open seas trying not to drown. Uh, He went without food. He went without water. And if you study his life, uh, he had one challenge after another But in Acts chapter 20, Paul gives us the secret to to his victorious living. He said, none of these things move me. He was saying, yes, I was falsely accused, but it didn't steal my joy. Hmm? I, I didn't spend my life trying to pay those people back. I let God be the vindicator. Yes, I was shipwrecked. My plans didn't work out. I didn't go around complaining because I knew God was still on the throne. Huh? Yes, I was put in prison. It wasn't fair. But I didn't go around in self-pity. You know what I did? Paul says I started writing letters. I said, Paul started writing letters. He says they chained me up and wouldn't let me leave, but they couldn't keep my words bound. And Paul wrote over half of the New Testament, much of it from a prison cell. How could he do that? It's because he had some deep, deep roots. Sis Jones, you can come. None of these things move me. None of these things move me. Brother Tim, you ever been moved? Sure we have. We all have. Huh? Storms of life. Huh? Rock our souls. Huh? And that lets me know. Huh? It's stormy time and stormy weather. And that's when my my roots kick in. Huh? Now you can't put roots down in the storm. You better have them already down. Huh? Stand together. Read a story, little girl. Lived in the 1800s. At a very young age, doctor was treating her inflamed eyes. Accidentally blinded her. Remember that? She was eight years old, and this is what she wrote. Oh, what a happy child am I. Although I cannot see, I am resolved that in this world contented I will be. How many blessings I enjoy that other people do not. To weep and sigh because I'm blind, I cannot and I won't. That same little girl grows up and becomes the great hymn writer, Fanny Crosby. Huh? I can't imagine the difficulties that she must have faced. But evidently, her roots, everybody say my roots. 
her roots were firmly planted in the truth of God's Word. And as a result, we have hymns like, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Because of her roots, we have hymns like, He hideth my soul in the depths of the rock. We have hymns like, Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Thank you, Fanny Crosby. I'm glad you took the time to grow some roots. Father, here today, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Lord, let us have a root check today. Somebody here may be experiencing a storm. I want you to remind them of their roots. If their roots are deep enough, they're going to be okay. So Lord, speak to us. And if there's one here that has not put their root in Christ, may they do so before they leave this service. They've got to admit they need you, Lord. They've got to believe that you died and rose from the grave for them. They've got to convert their trust. Let that root go down in Jesus Christ. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I talked to my neighbor. Remember, I, I talked to, uh, about the tree that fell across the fence in our lawn. And uh, next day or two, I was talking to the neighbor who owns that property. And she said, you know, I, I actually I knew that tree was going to fall. She said, uh, I, I looked out the window when the wind was blowing. And she said, I looked at the ground and the ground was heaving. Every time the wind would blow, a big portion of the ground around that tree would heave. And she said, so I just watched it. She said, so I was standing here and I seen it all happen. So the Lord placed this thought on my heart because I feel somebody here this morning. You're in a storm and the ground around you is heaving. You're still vertical. You ought to thank God for that. Hello. But if you don't get a root anchored to Christ, it's not going to be long. Hello. You're going to be horizontal. Hello. You got to get something to anchor to. And you're not going to find anything better than Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, Father, help us to go deeper. Help us to go deeper. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Altars are open. God bless you. Somebody wants to get some roots in Christ. You ought to just come forward and spend a few moments before you have to leave. You ought to just come around and spend some time in His presence and say, God, <laughs> You say, Pastor, why do you have us come and pray? Because our lives need to be rooted to this altar. Huh? I said our lives need to be rooted to this altar. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's it, church. That's it, church. Let's do a root check. Just like a tree planted by the waters. 
No, I shall not be in Jesus I shall not be moved just like a tree planted by the water Lord I shall not be moved when my cross is heavy I shall 